This video is all about how to improve your personal resilience. It's tough out there. Yeah, I think we all know that, David. Thank you very much. But I think it's really important that you know that you have a plan. You're very organised and self-motivated. You have the ability to think differently and you're going to work really hard to make it happen. And you're always going to focus on what you can control. And with those things in mind, we can help develop your resilience. My name's David, David Yebsley, and this is all about developing your personal resilience. It's all about future-proofing yourself. If there's any questions at the end, please, please drop me an email and do get in contact. So let's crack on with this. Um, why don't we accept our vulnerabilities? Um, not necessarily to other people, but to ourselves. And sometimes we need to perhaps go and have a look in the mirror and just accept, yeah, I'm struggling with that. Um, I need to work out new ways of dealing with these things. Remember, there's no them and they. We can't blame them and we can't blame they. It's all about us taking this responsibility. And that's what we're going to talk about on this uh, short um, session. So it's important that we do accept our vulnerabilities. And also, if we can share them, it doesn't half make life so much easier. And you'll hear me say that phrase quite a lot through this uh, session. It just makes life easier. These are just simple techniques that we can all learn. We can all develop. Um, but one of the key things, yeah, is accepting our vulnerabilities to ourselves. And if we can share them to others, it's amazing how other people can help us out. So what does resilience mean to you? I'd just like to spend a few minutes thinking about that. Um, you may want to stop the video uh, for just for a few minutes. What, what does resilience mean to you? And write it down. Um, so if you want to take a few minutes to do that, please do. But I'm just carry on, so please pause. Resilience is being in control, um, being able to deal with situations. That's my definition of it anyway. And I think that's really quite important. And yeah, being able to, um, being in control and being able to deal with lots of different situations for our own benefit and the benefit of others. And there again, by having these skills, it just makes life so much easier. So the first thing that we've got to think about is, yeah, controlling those controllables. Uh, it's a phrase that's often used. It's, it's used a lot in the sporting context. You know, only focus on things you can control. It's very true to build our resilience. And there's a lovely technique that we use called flip it. If you don't like something, change the way you think about it. If you don't like something, change the way you think about it. And this is really, really important phrase to think about. Um, if you don't like a, a certain person, well, just think about them from a different perspective. What can I learn from them? And if I can learn to deal with their personality uh, traits and their behavioural types, um, that's going to make me a better communicator. So instead of not liking them anymore or despising them, just thinking, yeah, if I can learn to deal with that, you know, it's just going to make life so much easier that I learn to deal with their behaviours. And one of the key things that we can control is our own reaction to situations. Sometimes we'll moan about the weather, we'll moan about the traffic, we'll moan about the news, we'll moan about money, we'll perhaps worry about health, all sorts of different things, our children, family, work, etc, etc. But then you've got to think about, they're the things that we worry about and they're our concerns. 
The next step is to then start thinking about what can I can control? And the key thing I can control is my reaction to them. There again, it takes practice, it takes time. But it's also thinking about, yeah, that concept to flip it. If I don't like it, how can I change the way I think about certain things? And the other thing that we often worry about is what's gonna happen in the future. And there's this lovely phrase that reality is never as bad as our perception of a situation. Now that may be having to go to an event we don't really wanna go. It may be gonna to have to talk to people. I don't really wanna to have to do that. It may be a presentation or a meeting. It may be Sunday evening worrying about what's gonna come on on Monday in terms of work. And then Monday comes and goes, um, Monday evening, you've had a day's work. Perhaps then to look back and go, why was I had that anxiety and worried about my Sunday evening or perhaps the whole weekend? It wasn't that bad, I dealt with it. And that's really important to think about because we're gonna come on and talk about self-esteem and, um, and self-confidence. So the reality is never as bad as the perception. So think about times in the past that you really struggled or you worried about certain things and you know, then you went and carried them out. As I said, meetings, conversations, proposals, difficult, challenging conversations, having to let someone down, having to give bad news. And then you go and deal with the situation, which you've done many a time, and you look back and go, do you know what? I dealt with that. So start to think about some of the things that you can control and start to think about some of the things you need to let go of. You know, let go of the stuff that's slowing you down. Some of our thinking. Um, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. It's, oh, it's going to be another bad day. Change your thinking. Look, if I get up early, get myself organised, I'm going to enjoy my day better. So think about my behaviours. Can I change some of those? Um, instead of getting sort of um, stroppy about things or reacting badly, perhaps I could just ask a question instead, or questions. Worrying about others. Look, I can't control others, I can only control my own behaviours. But I can learn how to deal with them, I can learn how to influence and persuade. Um, think about our poor organisation, lack of prioritisation, always rushing around at the last minute. We can change those things, they're things that we can control. Negative thoughts, as we said, with the thinking. And if I've got a negative thought, tell it to take a hike. Um, and then start to think, what other things do I like to think about instead? Get rid of those negative thoughts out of that head. My beliefs, I have the belief that ugh, I'm unlucky. I have that belief that things always go wrong. Well, perhaps we can change those and have the beliefs, yeah, but I'm always gonna learn. And if I learn from that, new things are gonna happen and come my way. Having the beliefs that nobody wants to talk to me, well, perhaps I need to pick up the phone or go and talk to other people. And then my beliefs will start to change in, in the realization that I can control these things. My perceptions, as we've already talked about. If I've got negative perceptions about something, yeah, well, realise the reality is never as bad as the previous um, exercise that I just talked about. And my attitudes to certain things. I don't like them, I don't like this, I don't like that. Well, go and focus on things that you do like. Um, and, yeah, not surround yourself with, with bad vibes of your attitudes. Some of my bad habits, <laughs> I'm sure my family can think of a big list. Um, sometimes being too, yeah, that'll do, too relaxed when perhaps other people are stressed and then think of uh, perhaps, okay, perhaps I need to go and help out and offer support and assistance or perhaps preempt something that's gonna happen and perhaps think about others first. Perhaps that's a bad habit I have. 
<laughs> As you can tell, somebody may have given me some feedback on that in the past. Apathy. If, I've, if I suffer from apathy and procrastination. Yeah, procrastination is great for Sunday afternoon, but other times, no. Go and make things happen. I make, need to do my to-do lists and tick them off and feel that I'm achieving something. These are things that we can let go of and things that we can start to control. So please start doing your own list. So there again, you may want to stop this video, get a notebook and start to think about these, these types of things. You may add to that list. What can I, and start thinking of action plans of things that you can start taking control of. Really, really important. Now this is a really important aspect, self-esteem. Self-esteem is Latin for how we estimate ourselves. There again, some of us suffer from it. We're all guilty. We've all heard this imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough. And that's because of our self-esteem, how we estimate ourselves. These are four things that you need to ask yourself on a very regular basis. If you use a notebook, like I do, write them down, use the back of your notebook, and just think about what's gone well. Even if I've, you know, you know what, what's gone well for me recently? Um, yeah, perhaps conversations. Um, perhaps, yeah, dealing with difficult situations where I had a bad perception of, and the reality was, was a lot better. And yeah, actually, that went well. I quite enjoyed it. Write them down. What have you overcome? Perhaps you've been dealt with a difficult hand in life, in work, uh, in all sorts of different ways, but you bounce back, you've dealt with it. And you can actually sort of look yourself in the eye and go, yeah, that was tough. Actually, that was horrible. I didn't enjoy it, but I dealt with it. So what have you overcome? That helps you to then, later time when you're faced with other difficulties, to look back and think, I can deal with this stuff. Challenging situations, conversations. Um, people didn't want to actually have to deliver uh, bad news to. Um, perhaps doing proposals at work, perhaps dealing with senior people, all difficult situations in people's behaviours. Um, that's number three and number four there is, what have I learned about myself recently? What can I do now that I couldn't do before? And have I developed my skills, perhaps technical skills, perhaps people skills, or perhaps self management skills in terms of our resilience and actually when you do look back at some of those four questions you may like to think do you know what I've actually got quite good resilience more so than I realized it's just that we don't necessarily think about it something else to think about have you been outside your comfort zone recently um, this is one that I absolutely love and uh, I've, I've used this all the way through my career and also my personal life in terms of hobbies and interests in, in, in pushing myself so yeah, been outside your comfort zone, perhaps having to do presentations on, on Zoom and Teams, perhaps taking a lead in a project. I wasn't really looking forward to it. Standing up and, as I said, talking to senior people, perhaps I wasn't looking forward to it, but I did it. Job interviews, job presentations. So think about those and apply those uh, four questions under the self-esteem. You've dealt with them. You can do these things. And also then start to think. There again, use your notebook. Create opportunities to come outside your comfort zone and then start to think, OK, what opportunities, conversations, put my hand up to get involved in certain projects, go and dealing with certain clients, dealing with difficult situations. Let, let me go and get involved, because if I learn how to deal with these, I then start to become more confident. And guess what? When you start to become more confident, life just gets easier. 
And I think that's really quite important. So as we develop our resilience, we then start to think about, yeah, how are we going to future-proof ourselves? Which is this whole channel is about. And I hope you, you know, enjoy other videos in here, if it's the first uh, visit you've made to this site. But I think it's really quite important. There again, perhaps using your notebook, create some thinking time, reflection, building reflection awareness time. Really quite important. Have a cup of tea with yourself. Have a cup of coffee with yourself. Turn the devices off and just concentrate. And then start to think, yeah, what areas do I need to de develop? There again, it helps to boost our resilience because we then learn to deal with different situations and use some of the techniques that we've already talked about. And yeah, what actions am I going to put into place? Okay, I'm going to start writing these down. I'm going to start challenging myself on a daily, weekly basis, monthly basis. What actions? How am I going to future-proof myself? Because, you know, most of you watching this video have watched my other videos, you'll know, yeah, you know, if we don't look after ourselves, who's going to do it for us? And, yeah, I've got to take responsibility. I can't wait for them and they. I've got to put these things into action. So think back to times in the past where you've taken action and it's gone well. Okay, I've done it before. I can do it again. Elbows out. Here we come. Let's make things happen. And I think that may apply to sometimes dealing with what we perceive as, as difficult people. Well, they're not difficult. And this boosts our resilience so much better. The, you know, the, the, these are some pictures of some you know, very famous people. And then you can then start to think about, okay, how would you deal with someone who's particularly analytical, very detail-orientated? It's someone who's perhaps different, who's very decisive and to the point. And you've got to change the way that you communicate. And there again to someone who's very sociable and very talkative. And then, yeah, people that are very loyal, relationships are important, and they like to listen rather than do the talking. There's four different styles there. Learn how and start to think about the people you work with, people in your family. What different styles are they? And do I need to change my style of communication? I can't change them, them and they, but I can change my reaction and deal with them all in different ways. And that there again, helps us to boost our resilience. Um, like all these subjects, if you want to go into them in a lot more deeper um, way, give me a contact, drop me a line and we can have a, a discussion. But more than be happy to, to talk about these models and um, especially this model with regard to the difficult people in a lot more detail. Another way to develop our resilience is very much our well-being. What helps you to switch off? Um, Sometimes certain television programs I'll sit and watch and think this is a waste of time, why am I doing this? But then I work out what programs do help me to switch off. Types of films, uh, is it documentaries, is it comedy? Or is it murder mysteries? Or is it something a bit more gruesome? Working out for you, switching off. For me, yeah, going walking, sitting outside with a cup of tea and enjoying the moment. Spend some time now thinking, there again, write it in your notebook, what helps me to switch off? And then you've got to go and work on it. It doesn't just happen. Yeah? Start to develop your contracts with yourself. A lot of people are talking about working remotely and the problems they have in working longer hours and they feel there's an expectation from the business to work more out of hours into the evenings, early mornings, weekends. Start to set a contract with yourself.
I did this many years ago. I didn't realise this at the time, but I do now. That when I left school, I used to love playing football and I started playing men's football when I was about 15. And yeah, I just realised there's no way that I'm ever going to work weekends. Why? Because I just loved my sport. And even running my own business for the last 20 odd years, I very rarely ever work weekends. I've always had it as a contract with myself. In return, yeah, I work quite long hours on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday, Thursday less, Friday less, and yeah, so I can switch off and do other things. Because um, I know I, I, I try and put a lot of energy into what I do, and sometimes, yeah, when it gets to the end of the week, I'm knackered. Um, and I'm lacking energy, so I've got to go and re re-energize so I need to learn how to switch off and develop that so I have a contract with myself of what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable in terms of the work and sometimes you've got to share this with people you work with people you live with and come to some agreements with yourself are really important now this third one is is really interesting in terms of our well-being how many of us are good at giving advice to other people <laughs> I am because I get paid for it um, but what advice would you give yourself in a similar situation? Perhaps someone came to you and said, look, my resilience isn't very good. You know, I'm not looking after myself, I'm struggling. And you know a fair bit about those people. What advice would you give them? Yeah, well, go and look in the mirror and give you yourself that advice. And I think that's really quite important to do. And sometimes to stop and look at a situation instead of getting frustrated and think, okay, Go and have a conversation with yourself, not necessarily with a camera or your computer on Zoom or Teams, although why not, it's quite a good idea. Um, but then just think about, yeah, what advice um, would I give myself? What advice would you give someone else in a similar situation? Start to think about hobbies and interests. And I know this has been very difficult when we've been through lockdown and lockdown sort of creates more uh, issues, but then you can start to think about what are, what are my interests? Uh, what are my hobbies? Um, what are my things that I really enjoy, in, enjoy doing? Start there again, have conversations with people. What are your hobbies and interests? What things do you like doing? And if you sometimes sit there and think, oh, not really motivated by anything, just need to go work a bit harder to go and have more conversations with people to find things that we do want to do. Goal setting, one of my favorite subjects. All through lockdown, that took a big hit because there's lots of things I wanted to go and do, but obviously I couldn't. Hands were tied. So start goal setting exercises, places to see, things to do, people to see, people to meet, um, little expeditions. Doesn't have to be anything major. I'm not asking you to sort of um, start rowing up the Amazon or cycling across Africa or something crazy like that. Just little things, places to, you know, think about where you live, um, places you haven't been to. Um, things you haven't seen, where does that road go? Um, yeah, things I'd like to do. It could be physical, it could be cooking, it could be making something, it could be gardening. You know, be creative. There again, hobbies and interests. Go and explore what other people do and try and get some inspiration from others. And then sometimes just to sit down and think, what are the things I love doing? And yeah, um, one of the things I quite like doing, which is a bit weird, um, We've recently got a puppy and I absolutely love him. And this is a bit different to most puppy stories, but the bit I love during the day sometimes is that I've put him to bed at 10.30, quarter to 11, and he's gone in, sat down, gone off to sleep, and the house is quiet. 
And then I'd go back into the lounge area and sometimes I'd just turn the telly off, turn the lights down and just sit and have a cup of tea and just enjoy the moment. And I really, really love doing that. It's something I really enjoy doing. So working out for yourself, spend some time thinking about these things. Yes, make notes in your notebook. Good people to talk to, yeah? And this is really important. You need to find good people to talk to, to help boost your resilience. Plus also, who not to talk to. You don't want to talk to people and say, look, I'm having a bit of a tough time, and they then turn around and go, oh, you think you've got it tough. I've got it much tougher than you. I've got to deal with this and that. And you think, why did I even share this with them? So you've got to work out who to talk to and who not to talk to. Really, really important. But there's other people that can help you. Think about people that um, make you think differently. Who makes you think differently? I think that's such a good thing to think about. Well, actually, yeah, certain people I, I go and talk to, they just see the world from a different perspective. Don't go and tell them they're wrong. Just listen and understand and see how they see things. People that are always positive. And then when you come away from talking to them, you have that buzz. And yeah, can you be like that for others? But also, yeah, think about people that are positive. Also, sometimes we do need people to be realistic um, and say, well, we could do that, but that's going to be a bit of an issue. And we do need to be realistic about certain things. Who's going to give you some bloody good advice and perhaps a bit of tough love and say, David, sorry, mate, that's not actually that good. Or mm, you could do that, but I think you'd be much better at doing this. Don't shy away from people that see things differently. And be brave and say, well, what do you think about my work in this area? Perhaps you'd like to give me some feedback on this video afterwards. Bit of tough love, but hopefully it'll help me learn and develop. And it'll help me to boost my resilience. And that there again is always networking. I know we don't always like the word networking, but having good people to talk to, really, really important. This part, as you can see, <laughs> you see my little picture of my little dog, Monty. Um, he's always organised. He's got his ball there. He's got his doggy bags for when we go out walking. And he's obviously his treats. He's got his uh, uh, my shoes, which are obviously very important, especially when it's very muddy, and his lead. So be good at being organised. It helps your resilience in, you know, being calm, you know, having less anxiety and being more relaxed by being organised. And the key thing in this is prioritisation. So in the work environment, what activities will make the biggest impact? Uh, what things do I need to focus on? Instead of getting sucked into things that really don't make a difference, conversations, technical bits and detail, and as you can see, I don't really do those things. I just like to crack on and do things. So, but what will make the biggest impact? And I do this at the start of my days and I'm perhaps, you know, yeah. Uh, my resilience levels may be a little bit low, perhaps, whew, the motivational levels are a bit low and I just sit there and do a list like what things are going to make the biggest impact. And this YouTube video was on the list today. Well, actually, I'm doing two today. Um, so th th this one was, yeah, I enjoy doing them. Come on, David, let's go and do another video. Because once you do them, you feel buzzed and you've got energy. So what's going to make the biggest impact to get your message out there? Think about my effectiveness at work. What's going to make me most effective? So there are some days where, yeah, I've got to pick up the phone and make lots of calls. Could talk to people. How else, how else will I sort of have conversations with people to find out what they're looking for and how I can help them? What prioritisation do I need to do to get the best results? What prioritisation do I need to do to make sure that I'm happy? So focusing on planning in things that are going to make me happy. 
not just going with the norm and just every day is being the same. That's a choice. I can control these things. And life. Prioritise the things that I want to do, that I enjoy. Yeah, I can control these things. If you feel you can't, give us a ring, drop us a message. More than happy to have a conversation. This area I particularly like, accountability groups. This is an actual accountability group that uh, I belong to. And I really enjoy it. We meet once every two weeks. There's four of us. We all run our own businesses. And we have an hour once, once every two weeks. And that hour is split into 15-minute segments. We all have 15 minutes each. We all talk for, for seven minutes about what we have been doing and, you know, new news and, you know, things that have been going well. And then the next seven minutes is perhaps off asking for advice from each other. What would you do if... None of us have got these strong egos and sort of everything's brilliant and everything's wonderful. We're very realistic with each other. And we'll say, look, I need some advice on this area. And yeah, so we have seven minutes each. What we've been doing and some quick wins, you know, wins and things that have gone well. And then the next seven minutes is asking for advice. And at the end we say, right, okay, well, I'm going to work on these things. And then in two weeks time, we're accountable to the group by making sure that we go and do our actions. Give it a go. Uh, I mean, okay, we all run our own businesses, but even if you're in work for an organisation, you don't have to find three or four people in the business, perhaps people outside your business, that you may want to explore, perhaps clients, perhaps people you've worked with in the past. It's a really good exercise. There again, want any more help on this, give us a shout, more than happy to help out. So there's lots of tips and hints about building our resilience just to make life easier. Just makes life easier if we can if we can develop these skills. So just like to think about there again. Write them in your notebook. Be accountable. Things you can take away from this session. Your action points. Things that are going to give you more energy, more motivation to get out there and do things. There again, if you want someone to share it with, give me a shout. Uh, I'd be more than happy to to have a conversation with you. So if you do like this particular uh, session, you can find lots more on my YouTube channel. Please, if you want to link up with me on LinkedIn, if you're not already, please get in contact. And yeah, you can find details of my two books that I've written, Future Proof Yourself and Don't Just Rely On Your CV. And if you've got any questions, david at davidyebsley.co.uk. More than happy to um, yeah, share ideas and keep working together on our future proofing journey. Thank you very much for your time. Look after yourselves. And I look forward to hearing and working with you on your future proofing journey in the future.